0: And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100% discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry an Outreach Crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week now let's listen to Pastor Chris I had a professor at when I was at university he was from America Chuck Wanamaker some of you know him and he desensitized me to America he said don't get excited to go there Don't even have this mind that the pastors have in South Africa that when I'm in America, I'm great. He told me, no, 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 there's nothing great there. So I never had a desire to go there. So all my years, my traveling is mostly in Africa. And um, when I went there, I realized what he said was true. Some of these big churches you see, there's only very few of them like Joel Osteen, T.D. Jakes. There's only a few. The other churches are basically smaller churches. It's in West Africa where the power of God is, where the churches have bigger than stadiums, 100,000, 120,000. So that is my desire, to be in places like Nigeria, Ghana, where the big, big oil of God is. Amen. Now, I want to share something with you tonight, that I believe is important. When I heard Jamie speak, I realized that we have something here that obviously is not something we were accustomed to when we were in the church. And maybe if you also have never heard people try to share about familiarity or how to treat the servant of the Lord, it's exactly that thing that makes the difference between our ministries and other ministries. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So, in many areas of ministry, in most areas of ministry, we are the same as other churches. But when it comes to the servant of the Lord and the carefulness of the handling, basically the anointing, basically it's a teaching on the anointing, how to interact and how to deal with anointing and anointed men. You see, that makes the difference. What difference, pastor? The difference between my ministry and other ministries. Uh Because they don't believe what I believe. But because I believe it and I teach it, I see certain fruits that they won't see. All right? So often you get people that will criticize something new. You know? They criticize anything new that they don't know. But then there's no learning taking place. We are teaching you, and you are learning. Amen? So always be open and receive, because whatever we teach you, try not to play with my volume. Once you have it, leave it there, okay? Don't up and down me. One, when you, unless you get an echo, then you can move it, all right? They are practicing. They went for a sound engineering workshop. Clap for the sound engineers. There's something about the anointing that is also, which is not in my teaching, is you mustn't distract it. When you distract it, you destroy the anointing. You see, so once, don't mess with the mics, don't fidget, don't walk around. That's the things I don't like, screeching, shouting, things not working. It's distraction. For the anointing. That's why the more excellent we can get in ministry, the more the anointing flows. Like projector people be there. Sound guys be on time. So the anointed servant comes to preach. Now he's upset because things are not working. It's all distractions for the anointing. You understand? Yeah, and, the, and that doesn't work well. Jesus came and he took a whip and he beat those people out of the temple that were busy selling pigeons and changing money. In the temple, because he said they are distraction for the house of God. The house of God must be called a house. Who shall be called a what? A house of prayer. Amen. Are you awake? Yes. It's now five to almost five to eight, so we will stop at nine exactly. All right, and then we can go home. Those that are tired. But what you will receive now is much more than sleep. I told these people that travel with me, you know when you travel for the first time, you're Johnny, just come. Say Johnny. Johnny. Just come. Just come. Yeah, it's when you're when you new. Then small things amaze and amuse you. But I told them, don't sleep now. You can sleep at home. Open your eyes and look and learn where you are. Because they were looking for beds to sleep on. And you must all learn small things I teach you. When you get to places where you can learn something, it's not time to sleep. You can sleep again. Uh-huh. Like now, I'm going to teach you about anointing. It's not time to sleep. It's time to try and put a matchstick. stick. Ask the guy next to you. We're we smoking. For some matches, then you put two. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Sarah, where are you? So the others, yeah, okay, just just flow softly. I want to share with you the mystery of impartation. I believe it's important. The mystery of impartation. Shortly, maybe I'll be, I'll finish sooner. I'm not tired. I was watching a little bit of Manchester City's game, and then I put off the TV because it irritated me. Because Liverpool didn't win that cup that we should have won. We was robbed. Anyway, turn your Bibles to Romans 1 verse 9. Romans 1 verse 9. Again, listen carefully to what I'm saying to all of you. The difference is in the food you eat. Amen? American people are very fat because they eat junk food. That's the lesson I learned. All right? Certain countries and people who change their diet. They don't look fat and obese because they change their food. So the food you eat makes a difference on you, on on, on what is the outcome of your body. It's the same in the spirit. This food I'm feeding you now will make a difference to your interaction and your understanding of the anointing. And the anointing is the secret. I was uh, sharing in this place, Philadelphia, and I said to them, today I want to talk to you about... The message I hear, your father, which they, they had a big birthday cake for Bishop Derek, and they were celebrating him, so they didn't know that I'm so close to him, so I had to throw a few, I had to open some cards to them and they were very surprised, you know, that I had been so I'm so close to the person they call their father. But I told them throughout my following of this man of God. In many countries, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Namibia, all the Southern African countries, I've been with Bishop, Mozambique, yeah, and when I hear him speak, he always has one message, in different forms, but it's one message, and the message is about the secret, because I believe everybody who listens to him wants to know, what is your secret? Why, Why is your ministry so great? Why is your church so big? Why do you have so many churches? Why do you have so many buildings? Why is your crusade so big? So every time he speaks in the morning sessions when the pastors gather, he, he talks about the secret. So I've been to many, and I always hear the same, the same, the same, the same, the same, the same. Because I believe it's almost like if I should only have one message to preach to you, because he's coming through the town once and he's gone. What will be that message? You see? If I only have one thing to say to you, what will be that thing? And so he's always talking about the secret. And when he talks about the secret to his ministry, it is this thing that it's the anointing that is the real reason for why he can accomplish what he can accomplish. Now the question is, so how do you get this anointing? Do you understand? If the anointing is what makes the difference. He said, look, you can preach well. There are many good preachers, but they can't understand why they don't have big churches. Preachers that will make you jump out of your seat now and thrill you, but they don't have big churches. So it's not in the preaching. No, no, no. There's more to it. There's more to it. So I've listened very carefully and I summarized it. This is the message of this man. This man is trying to tell you the secret is the anointing. Now the question for you then remains. How do you get this thing? You see, that's why the teaching is important. And I have a conference called Catch the Anointing. We're having our first conference in June, by the way. I was hoping to have the carpet done by then, so we will still try our best. And on the 4th of June, a lot of churches are coming here in the afternoon. I want you all, normally you always attend, but I want more people to attend for that afternoon session. I don't know if the reason why we don't have a lot of people in the evening could be transport. We need to figure these things out and try to make things work better. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah? Amen. Listen, you all have a certain amount of anointing. Amen? The Bible says that you don't, you don't need to let anyone teach you because the anointing in you will teach you. So that just means that you have a little bit of anointing. But now the key for you is to try to get more. I am trying to get more all the time. Everybody's trying to get more. It's it's called measures of anointing. When you see the great servants of the Lord, they didn't always have the same measure. The measure increased depending on what they do and how they react to certain anointings. Are you too tired to hear this? Otherwise I can't waste my time. This is too precious to me. Too precious to me. I, I like to study men of God and see what, what is their secret. But the secret is the anointing and how they get it and what they do. And basically, there's not like a plethora of ways. There's, there's only a few routes to the anointing. Yeah, And then you can increase it on your life. Many years ago, Benin was one of the few people that I listen to about the anointing, the anointing. There wasn't many teachings that we, in our circles, you know, so I had to go outside my circle to hear this man called Benny, and I heard this word anointing with him all the time, and how to catch, I think it's called Good Morning, Holy Spirit, the book he wrote, and then also how to catch the anointing, all these things, yeah. So that's the first time that we really heard a lot about anointing, but because we, why can certain people do some things others can't do? Do you see now? Like Billy Graham, he was a Baptist preacher. But I tell you, he preached for a whole stadium of people, 30, 30, 30 minutes sermon. And then when he was finished, he would just say that he's calling them all to receive Jesus Christ. Never use the word anointing. It was never used. You know, there was no teaching on it, but it was in manifestation. It was working in front of my eyes. Then he said, I'm going to call you all to receive Jesus Christ. You come down the bleachers, come down from the back, bring your personal items. We will wait for you while the choir sings. And I think that was uh, just as I am without one plea. They had a big, it was very like dry. It says, you would think it's, it's not like us, Zuma, Zuma, Guma music. There was no punster. Then he would say, I'm waiting. Then he just does this. Then you see the people like ants, you, ants. See, because God anointed him. how God anointed the man for that thing. You can take the same words. <laughs> copy it. You can't have that effect. It's not the words. It's not what he, what he said. It, it's the, the, As he walked, he carried that thing. It, it's anointing. Amen. And you can be a vessel of this anointing. Hallelujah. And you have to. Because it will make the difference. It's the secret. <clears throat> it breaks the yoke. Any yoke in your life will be broken when you have the anointing. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is It is mysterious. It's not always easy to explain. But the little glimpses I give you is a sec. And when you have a respect for it, when you have a and, and awe, and a reverence, what she was talking about. Don't become familiar. You see, that's when that thing comes to you. The problem with the South Africans, I think, and the Capetonians, was when Bishop Dare came here, they didn't see him as an anointing, as a great anointing. That, that's also a very important thing, what you see. What, what are you seeing? What do you see? You see, how you perceive a servant of the Lord. Yeah. It determines what you will get from the servant of the Lord. That's why Elijah said to Elijah, he said, I want a double portion. He said, okay, when you see me, when you see me taken away, you will have it. So it meant he had to keep with him, eyes on him all the time, all the time. And even the prophet said, why are you following this man? Are you mad? He kept his eyes and and eventually he saw it he saw the rapture of elijah and that anointing fell on him because his perception of the man of god was different to other people yeah. i can in the mornings when i pray for people here you also you see that many, i know that i can sense the people that have a different perception of me yeah it is like that there's a complete different perception how do you see? You say, what do you see? What do you see? Hallelujah. But there is something called a impartation. Hallelujah. It's, it's mysterious, but it happens. My son was laid hands on by Benin. I was also laid hands on by Benin when I was in Ghana. I was not even sure if he laid hands on me. He came close and I fell under the power. My wife fell first and she was stuck into me So. I also fell. I didn't want to fall. Because sometimes I want to hear a man prophesy, say finish, but when she fell, I had to because she would have got hurt if I didn't break the fall with her. You understand? If you stand longer, you get prophecy. <laughs> but if the anointing is very strong, I mean, you can't resist it. Amen? The mystery of impartation. Wow, it's precious, it's a secret, you don't want it, Bishop always said, you don't want it, then leave it, do you see, now, listen to Paul's writing, he says in Romans chapter 1 verse 9, for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers making request if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come to you. He's telling the Romans he wants to come to them. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. To the end you may be established. That is that I may be comforted together with you By the mutual faith, both of you and me. Beautiful. Now I would not have you ignorant, brothers, that oftentimes I wanted to come to you, but was led hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. Let's put that last verse in NLT. I just want to see what it says. I want to know, dear brothers and sisters, I want you to know that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among the Gentiles. Amen. Paul writing to this church, and he says, "I I want to come to you, Romans, because when I can come close to you, I can impart to you some spiritual gift. Beautiful. Amen. So, very important that we understand The mystery of impartations occurs in three dimensions. The dimension of hearing, the dimension of seeing, and the dimension of touch. Are you listening? Take some notes and it will help you quickly. Three dimensions of the impartation. Hearing, seeing, and touching. Hear, you see, and you touch. You hear, you see, and you touch. Amen. Hallelujah. So through the mystery of the blessedness of seeing, hearing, and touching, a special gift, a special blessing, and a special anointing can be given to you. Did you know that? You say, Pastor, if you say the anointing is the secret, how do I get it? One of the ways is that through the mysterious impartation of seeing, touching, and hearing someone, you can also receive something. And basically, that's how all anointings are transferred in the realm of the Spirit. Yeah. Listening, Joshua followed Moses. He was close. Timothy was with Paul. These men are heroes of, our, of, of the Bible. But there they was impartations. Impartations. Are you with me? Transference. Mm, but by seeing, hearing. It's hardly, an anointing is hardly from someone you've never seen. Are you listening? It can come from someone who has never touched you because through the digital abilities today, you can see someone on the TV. Are you with me? And you can hear someone on the TV. Unfortunately, that person won't be able to touch you, but at least you add it in two dimensions. Are you listening? Seeing and hearing. And I think that's the way I caught the anointing, a little bit of Benny Hinn's uh, spice. Every anointing oil has a certain spice. I won't teach about it now, but the, the spices, the anointing consisted of different things to make up the anointing. Yeah. Um, so in, when I, I used to watch many videos of Benin, before I met him, I was blessed to meet him to eventually receive the final dimension of touch. I used to listen, and I used to watch video dimension. He's great for watching. and So I would encourage all of you, Use the video dimension on YouTube, Facebook, all these things. These pastors are now speaking freely. In the days when we grew up, there was only video and audio. It was more difficult. Now it's so easy, but you waste more time on other rubbish, which Bishop there calls useless socializing. Say after me, useless Socializing. Socializing. And Facebook is one of such things. Facebook is, is a paradox. It's both good and bad. Do you understand? Maybe I'm just talking about Facebook because I use Facebook. Jamie, they use what they call the gram, the TikTok, the this, 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 what, I don't know, right? So what is it that you can put something good and you can also get something good, like Bishop Degg is on Facebook. So good messages. But once you get locked into other stuff, You can even spend the hour looking at rubbish. Useless socializing. Say it. Useless socializing. May the Lord deliver us all from useless socializing. Because you intended to do something spiritual. Is it true, Ashley? And then you find yourself seeing Leon's sister putting a snake in a kumbi and you want to watch that one. Aye! And I think these people know just exactly how to catch our attention, and then we don't watch anything anymore. Ah, I like animals, and especially when human beings come into contact with animals, so I'm always posting to Pastor Charlie, "Just look how this dog but this guy." <laughs> or a snake or something, something. But there's nothing wrong with it, but it's what useless socializing. You need to, there's, there's, there's obviously times for that, but you need to, it's a real hard discipline. You must discipline yourself. And what you can do with that very tool that can waste your time, you can use it positively. Yeah. My TV plays more preaching than anything else, I tell you, because of the impartation of seeing. I just go, I press, what's that thing that says, the source, And I go to YouTube and Bishop Dag is preaching to me. Yesterday I was listening to Paula Nenshi, the principles of church growth. I said I must take a picture of this because I'm going to listen to it 10 times and I'm going to make notes of it. The principles. It was a conference somewhere in Nigeria and the speakers were David Ayedepo, Enoch uh, uh, Ayedepo, Eboye, Ede, Enoch, Eboye, and then Paul and Nancy, three speakers. All of them have hundred thousand seater buildings. They are teaching you on church growth. You must be an idiot if you don't listen to that people on how to grow your church. You listen to Pastor Jacques- Jacobus even Leiden. <laughs> I five men at the church growth conference. <laughs> Jesus. I mentioned one oh, means, but they sit in one building, not like a hundred no, one service. A hundred thousand people. What is the secret? It's something you want to find out, isn't it? By seeing and listening. Okay. Search for it. You will find it. Amen? So there are three dimensions. What is it? Seeing, hearing. Touching. Oh, hallelujah. And you can be anointed through technology. Can you believe it? One day I invited an old man to my house. An old man, Brother Thomas, I knew him very well. He was hungry for the anointing. Now remember, I was young and Benny In was on the scene. The older people always criticized the new guys on the block. But this old man was different. He actually liked the anointing. He was the first man that gave me a book on Kenneth Egan, where my church was a little bit afraid of Kenneth Egan He didn't want me to read Kenneth Hagen. But this man said, no, read this book. You know? The Glorious Church was something of the reigning of the kingdom, something, Kenneth Egan. And one day, he came to me while Benin was, we had this, like like a club, man, sharing videos, Christian videos. And I invited him and my friend Paul we were watching Benny and the power of God came through the television screen and the guy started speaking in tongues. He went to the toilet, I think, and as he came back, the anointing hit him. It was something like I've never seen before. It was a, it's on TV. That's why I believe these things. If you want to go find God, you must believe in like supernatural things. Dreams and visions and goodities. You must, you must believe. And he started, he just couldn't help. And I realized that although we never met that man, it's through the TV dimension. Just by listening, he felt the anointing. So even if I watch a video like that happened 20 years ago, and the man says, say amen, I say amen, because amen means I receive it. Are you here? I receive it. By the seeing dimension. Hallelujah. But if you are too, uh, what is the word? If you are too analytical, you say, oh no, that video was made 1988. You can't put your hand to the screen now. You see, then you become too analytical. You, You must be a little mad in the ministry. Hello? You must look a little crazy. They always thought the prophets were mad. This Isaiah, Jeremiah, and these guys, they, they, they did mad things because God was talking to them. Do you know Jeremiah laid, <laughs> he had to lay on one side for, for, for I think 365 days because God was trying to give him a message. He even had to, uh, Isaiah had to marry a prostitute because God wanted to show him how difficult it is to live with a country that is like a prostitute. Hey! You would have put these people in madhouses. But God was working with them. Hey. Glory to God. The you know, anointing is precious, man. It's not for, for jokes. It's not for people that don't want it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still around? Or are you going home? Hallelujah. You see, you can even watch videos of dead people. They are not alive anymore, but their power can still work. You see, they can't touch you. The touching dimension is not there, but the seeing and the hearing. This is biblical because when they threw a dead boy's body on the cave of Elijah, the boy, the boy got back to life again, which means Elijah was dead, but the anointing was still lingering. Yeah. This is for people who are interested. Maybe when I start my new case, if if you're interested in the anointing, come and sit and listen to me. If you're not, don't do it. Yeah. He was dead, and they put the boy's bones on the same grave, and when his body touched, the dead body touched the bones of it, the bones, not the flesh, because the flesh had already decayed. It touched, the boy jumped up and ran out of the cave. Hmm. So if it can happen, then it surely can happen now. We are dead man's anointed. But it's mysterious. Everybody say mysterious. Hallelujah. When you see the anointed, number one, quickly, I long to see you, was the words of the apostle. Why did he long to see the people? He wanted to impart to them some spiritual gift. And anytime you're in the presence of an anointed person, expect to experience the anointing. Because what you see greatly affects you. Say amen. amen. What you see is something you remember even more than what you hear. I'm talking about seeing and hearing. What you see, you remember more than what you hear. Isn't it so? The Bible says be be awake be alert watch and pray because seeing having eyes wide open is essential to receiving the anointing Many years ago I took I think Tashley and these people went with me I took them to Benin's crusade when it came to Kudop uh, Kudop and I because I'm maybe they knew me they put me in the second row and they all oh, they were all favored to also come to the second row. And I was, as I always do, I was studying the stage carefully to see how things work. Because I told them we are going to learn how to operate in the anointing. I was already operating in the anointing to a smaller degree because Benin has a larger anointing and a greater anointing. So I said, let us the lesser learn of the greater. Go. And as soon as Benin came out, I was watching everything. I was watching the, the assistants, the pastors, the whole thing, how it works. Because I wanted to learn. And as I was watching, I wanted to see if my assistants are also watching. Were you there? Why are you laughing? Were you there? I wanted to see if they was. And to my surprise, they were all like this, eyes closed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Of course, by doing this, you're in the hearing dimension, but you're not in the seeing dimension. There's something you must see. I mean, unless you don't want to learn, I, I want to learn. Of course it's powerful to worship, to worship God, but the purpose I'm there is, let me watch. what does this man do? What shall this man do? Because you catch it in the seeing dimension. Amen? I don't know who was that people. They must own up. They might be sitting here. Hmm. Being alert is essential to receiving the anointing. Being alert is essential to receiving the anointing. Jesus said, the light of the body is the eye in Matthew 6.22. If your eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light is in thee be darkness, how great is the darkness. So the the, the eye is a channel through which light and darkness enter the body. And the power of God that will enter you through your eye is a light. If your eye is only looking at mistakes, it will see mistakes and shortcomings. And you will be filled with evil spirits. If your eye is full of admiration, you will receive the power and the anointing of God. That is what I'm saying in the altar call. I can sense some eyes are full of admiration. Much, much admiration. And even when I'm not even close, you can see the Holy Spirit touch the people. I'm I'm teaching you so that you can learn how to operate and cooperate with the anointing. If you're interested, it's the greatest secret of ministry. This special power. Hallelujah! If your eye is looking at the right thing, don't don't seek criticism. Don't see wrong things. You miss, you miss, you miss, you miss. You miss it, my brother and my sister. You miss it. I was speaking to a pastor in the Cape. I was so surprised. The pastor's crusade is like Benny Hinn, you know? He does things like Benny He dresses like Benny He made suits like Benny Because he was anointed by Benny many years ago. Or Benny prayed for him. So I met him at the meeting and I asked, I said, but Benin was here at uh, the Good Hope Christian Center and I didn't see you. He said, oh, no, I, uh, you know, I wanted the anointing from Benin and I caught it that day when he anointed me. So I don't, I don't want to, people to think I'm running after a man. So I don't need to be there anymore. I've got it. Huh? I said, what? That's the last conversation I had with him about the anointing, but already my mind told me, you have no understanding of the anointing. I mean, the vessel that has imparted something to you, 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 don't, you don't honor that vessel. You don't think it's important You come for more. You think that's all. And his ministry has died completely. I'm telling you the truth. The ministry is dead. You don't hear of him. Nothing, nothing. One or two trips he does to the island somewhere. Because of that thing. she's like, I can never come to the place where I think, Yes, Bishop, Dad, ah, I also have now a big church. Are you joking? What do you see? What is your admiration like? Do you understand? And that's so important, the dimension of seeing. I'm just touching three dimensions and I'm closing. Are you still here? I see many tiredness in your eyes. You know, Paul, when he was preaching, a boy got tired, so he fell down, and he broke his neck. So it's a, it's a spiritual thing for us to do all this. Amen. Yes. Elisha and Elijah, when I see you, when you see me, you will have it. These are things you can get by listening to the anointed. Oh, there are things you can get, sorry, by listening to the anointed, but there are things you can only get by watching the anointed in action. So you can have a tape in your car, and you can hear the anointed. But there's a difference when you see him. Are you listening? When you are in the presence of an anointed man, keep your eyes open. Where's that people that went with me? Were you with me? Were you worshiping that day? Yeah. He saw nothing. Keep your eyes open. Amen? Because an anointed person with his anointing operates in two dimensions of his gift. You hear him, but you also see him. Amen. That's, that's You see, I've asked them to put this... Uh, Pray cushion here now because I've got this thing that I want to kneel after I pray. I saw it when Paul and Nancy came. I was so impressed with that thing. Big, big man of God, hundred probably has a private jet and everything. But his, his, his worship of God is in another level. It's in another level. So we, when he comes in, he, he, he kneels down. When he's finished, he also kneels down. It's a sign of saying, all of you, all of you, all, all, all glory belongs to God. You see? Beautiful. But I would not have known that if I didn't. No, I watched carefully. I was sitting in the second room. Me and Jason at the last conference, we were sitting in the second room. I wanted to see everything. How he talks to his wife, how he talks to Bishop. Why is he looking? What's he doing? If you're not you're not interested in the anointing, so these things does not impress you, but it impresses me. Oh, it impresses me. And then even the way he addresses his father, my father in the Lord, my father in the faith, the servant of the Lord. Every time he preaches and his father is sitting there in the conference, I watched, then he says, as God servant of God's servant of the Lord said, he doesn't use his name. Before he says his name, he says, <laughs> as God's servant in the Lord, Bishop David Ayedipo said, as God's servant in the Lord. So you listen and you see, why? why do these people that carry such power, why do they do certain things? And you, I said, so leer, leer. Brain, mens. We are so proud, Moses, in this country. I don't know how you can survive here from Uganda. We are a proud nation. We have so little that we want to to teach others that have more than us how to do things. Can you believe it? Say what a shock. (laughs) Never take advice from unproductive people. Don't, don't. Nonsense. Say nonsense. Nonsense. Mm. The first dimension of the man of God is the one the person teaches or preaches about. And this dimension of the anointing is received by hearing or listening to the voice of the anointed. Amen? The second dimension is by watching the anointed. There are many things that are not taught by anointed people. They just do things they feel that they should do. These things are done because they are influenced by the Holy Spirit. They don't even know what they are doing. Are you listening? But you must watch with heightened alertness as soon as you see the anointed operating in his anointing. Now remember, the anointing is not always in operation. I've taught you that before, right? It's basically when the person is serving. The Anointing is for service. To break the yokes. But when that person is in that dimension, watch carefully. Okay? What are the elements that reveal the anointing in the anointed? What the unusual or supernatural elements that are operating in this anointed person. You must look for it. I laugh at you if you think that the only supernatural element of the anointed person is when people fall under the power or when they scream in a service. Perhaps that is even the smallest part of the manifestation of the anointing on the anointed. You know, I can tell you things that will scare you, but I don't. It's too deep. It's too deep. But I find that the Holy Spirit, the more you hunger for these things, the more he will want to use you. Yeah. You'll be so surprised. Spiritual things in the atmosphere. Mm. You must watch what the anointed does not teach about. Watch what he does not talk about. You see, because in the talking and teaching, you can just get it, the impartation by hearing. But there are some things he does that he doesn't teach about. So what's that? Are you here? Watch how he struggles to rise above his limitations. Watch how he overcomes his crisis. Some things are absent from every anointed person's teaching. It seems so basic to an anointed person that it does not talk about it. Watch out for natural keys of wisdom that the anointed is applying but does not teach. There are certain things that the anointed person experiences but does not teach. This is why you must see the anointed and also you must hear the anointed. Say amen. amen. All right, let me close, let me close, let me close. You are sleeping. The second thing that happens when you see the anointed is that you also hear him speak, isn't it? And so when the anointed is speaking, whether in a casual conversation, in preaching, in teaching, or even shouting, you must be open to receive the impartation. Hey, I love it. So when I'm shouting at you for your incorrectness, then you must also see, hey, this man is operating. In two weeks' time, if God spares me, if God spares me, I'm starting the teaching on those who are offended. Or in the, I'm starting it in the morning service. But I'm sure it won't be able to carry on, maybe I don't know how long. But it's very crucial, because when a man is under anointing, then he'll they'll di- be directing certain things. And if you don't understand it properly, you can easily become offended and think the man is talking in the flesh. You see. But it's spiritual. That's why the people who work at the sound desk, they, they mustn't be a new newbies. Johnny just comes because they get offended. They don't understand. This is anointing, making things, putting things in order. The anointing to put things in proper perspective. uh uh-huh. They mustn't be like personal. Why did Pastor shout at me in front of the people? You will never survive. You will never survive in the atmosphere of the anointing. Yay! Elijah and those people, they were just saying, hey, go dip you in the river Jordan. Kom je nog uit na jou toe nie? God had geseek, man, dat boodskap stie. I'm just saying the messenger go into the river seven times. Man me so What type of pastor is this? He's rude. You don't understand the anointing. Comes by instruction. You understand? If this is deep I'm talking to you about. You might not even understand it. Tell your neighbor, don't worry if you don't understand. Don't worry. As long as you hear. As long as you hear. You are hearing the voice of the anointed. So you might receive a little bit of impartation. Verstand yeah. Katie what I say? So as I feel, a screw! You don't have upset. Then I'm going to be solving. But you will see if I come with a cup of coffee, then I'm honest. Then I'm going Right, Dash?" This stuff is so real, I'm telling you. I, I wish you can believe me. I, wish you, I, I was in Bishop Dagg's meeting when, he, when I see him get angry a few times. I was blessed. Those people in America, they got afraid when I told them how close I came to bishop. You know when you're really close. When you see the man of God rebuke people. You see, if, I, I won't rebuke you if you're not close to me. Because I don't want to offend you. Like you, I won't rebuke you yet. Stay a bit longer. No? But then you mustn't get upset. Because it's not personal. I don't dislike you. You've done nothing. It's just that it's the way the anointing works. The anointing puts things in order. The anointing is not disorderly. God is a God of order. So, the Holy Spirit is the anointing, so he comes to make things right. Are you with me? Elijah called the bear to eat up the little children that was mocking the anointing on his life. They may not go there because there's a bear outside the door. <laughs> if that bear must come in here now. <laughs> Let me close, let me close. Remember those people that must stay for coffee with me, right? Shay, are you here? You will arrange for all of them coffee. I will pay with my $1 American bill. $1 is 20 ren now, isn't it? Yeah. So um, what's a cup of coffee? 5 ren? What's coffee here? No, but not at the coffee shop. At this shop here in front. Five rand. Yeah, I want from that coffee. <laughs> huh? Is that <there> rich coffee? <laughs> coffee ice. And <laughs> Jacob's a steer. No, no, no. Jacob's got a lot to I want to read this again. It's too powerful. And I want my associates to listen. When the anointed is speaking, whether in casual conversation, in preaching, in teaching, or even shouting, you must be open to receive the impartation. The Spirit entered into Ezekiel when he spoke to him. Ezekiel 2 verse 2. These are two of Bishop Dag's favorite scriptures. I give it to you today. You'll never forget it. And every time when he preaches at these conferences, as I said to you, he always, always, always makes mention of the scripture. Ezekiel 2 verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me whilst he spoke unto me. The anointing by the transference of the list of the hearing word. Are you with me? So while the tape was playing, in shahum, the Holy Ghost jumped into him. I used to listen a lot. I I can identify so nicely. I wish I had met Bishop when I was a teenager. The two of us would have been great friends. I used to listen a lot to preaching and in the night I used to wake up speaking in tongues. Then the tape would still be playing. So I believe that the uh, impactation also came from the tapes to me. Yeah. I really believe it. That's why I can't get away from it. I still, I even tell my children, listen to this tape from 1978. Yeah. Powerful tapes. Will the circle be unbroken? The rebel. The signs of the times. I can remember it as yesterday. Powerful. Powerful, hallelujah. Listening, audio, listening, anointing. It jumps, jumps. And the Spirit entered into me when He spoke unto me and set me upon my feet. That I heard Him that spoke. That's also a reason why, whilst we are preaching, then people would stand. All right, say, so, say, so, so you'll see when Bishop is preaching, not you because you are asleep, but when Bishop is preaching, they would say, uh. Why do people stand? You know, like it's almost like aff- affirming. Just, 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 I mean, you don't want to stand, but I'm just trying to use it as an example. Stand, and you two also stand. So while I'm preaching, then you stand. And I, what is happening now is, and the Spirit entered into me while He spoke to me and set me upon my feet. So these things are scriptural and biblical. And you say, what on in Huh? down all you're not. you might be seated. Do you see now You're not. You're not. to are You're You're you 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 uh, I think next, next month I'm, I'm, I'm invited to speak at a hotel on leadership uh, for pastors. So I'm hoping that I keep my calm. I need people to help me to keep my calm. Because <laughs> stupidity is something I can't handle. Your people will listen to you. I'm going to talk to you. But they don't want it. It's like it's offered to you on a plate. You don't want it. Oh, my God and my Lord. Let me close. Let me close. Let me close. I have nine closes. I'm by number seven. This is, I said two scriptures so he always quotes. Then Acts 10, 10 44. Acts 10 44. And if you have a Bible, I would encourage you to highlight this in your Bible because these are two important scriptures that shows one thing, the impartation through hearing. All right? It says, While Peter yet spoke, these words, the Holy Ghost, fell on all of them which heard the word. He was preaching like I'm preaching now. And suddenly, the Holy Spirit fell on the people. Where was the transference? In the spoken word. In the hearing. Are you with me? Those are two of the most important scriptures that the Lord revealed to him. The Lord reveals mysteries to different pastors in the world. Bishop Daggett received this revelation. Other pastors receive other revelations, and we must listen to others also. But this is his revelation, which is so evident in the Bible, that through the speaking of the word, there's a transference. That's why the camps was important for us, and you knew people that has not gone on a camp, when she starts to get the camps going, then you must come with us. Then there I teach maybe for long hours. And then you see there's a heightened uh, manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because the longer I'm speaking, the more I'm transferring. Holy Ghost power. I don't know why she hasn't done it yet. You guys must. She's getting older now. The younger pastors must try and convince her to organize a camp for us. We would like to go on a camp three days with the baboons in uh, Tokai. It's the only camp we can afford. <laughs> Aye! glory to God. I think the baboon ran away with someone's cell phone, isn't it? And the tights, yeah. And a pair of uh, Ray Ban, but wasn't a real Ray Ban glasses, it was the Nigerian Ray Ban. So they saw the baboon on the on the mountain with a pair of Titan Ray Ban, <laughs> making a phone call. But unfortunately, the person had no airtime. While Peter spoke, hmm. my God. There are many ways you can see if the Spirit has been imparted to somebody. You must look for the manifestation of the Spirit. Since the Spirit of understanding is part of the Holy Spirit, you will also see a sudden great illumination of understanding. Like I understand this now. It's been revealed to me by the Holy Spirit. Whilst He spoke to me. Whilst He spoke to me. Whilst He spoke. The Spirit fell on me. While he was talking to me. So your, pastor, your, your mother and father say, why you come home so late? They don't have this revelation. Whilst he was speaking, whilst he still spoke to me, the Spirit fell on me. The Holy Spirit fell on them all. Hallelujah. Have you noticed sometimes while I'm preaching, then somebody starts shouting and falling? Whilst I'm still preaching. It's not that I have to come and lay hands or call you forward. No, no, no. Whilst I'm still speaking. Well, this shall be an impartation. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord. Amen. The Holy Spirit is not limited to blessing you on a Sunday. Whilst you're listening to the preaching, it can touch you. Have you listened to a tape before and you felt like crying? Or you cried? Because you can feel the anointing of the tape. Expect the anointing to come to you any day. The last one is the mystery of seeing, hearing, and lastly, touch. The anointing of touch. The impartation through the touching. This comes from the scripture. The woman said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, if I can touch. There's an impartation. She saw him, she heard him, but she needed to touch him. Because others were touching him, others were hearing him, but this was a different type of touch. Amen. Impartation through seeing, hearing, and touching. Physical contact will always be a point of transmission. That's why when I line people up in the mornings, I ask for oil because I put my hands on their foreheads. What is it? It's an impartation through touching. Are you learning? 1 Timothy 5.22, lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partake of another man's sins. Keep yourself pure. What I'm also trying to teach you is that don't let anybody just lay hands on you. I've rebuked a few of my church people for going to other churches and asking pastors to lay hands on them. I said to them, you must read the scripture. Lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partake of another man's sins. Because there is something spiritual about two people touching each other. That's why sexual contact between a man and a woman is a spiritual thing. It's never just like something you had for fun and enjoyment. No, no. It will damage your soul forever. It will either bless you, it will either become a, it's either your husband, or it's some other evil that's coming to you. And once you're not joined to that person, you are forever wanted by evil. Are you with me? Yeah, there's a spiritual connection in touch. It's not simple. It's the doctrine of the laying on of hands. It is one of the foundational six doctrines in Hebrews, Hebrews 6, the laying on of hands. The doctrine, it's a basic doctrine of the church. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Why? Because there's an impartation on the laying on of hands. When when, uh, Jacob blessed the sons of Joseph, the Bible said he put his right hand on Manasseh and the left hand on Ephraim. Even the two different hands was an important sign of the different powers flowing into the children. And the one got a greater blessing than the other one. You take for granted, isn't it? The touch of the man of God. you see Bishop Dax sometimes when he says, Don't touch me, don't touch me. When he's busy preaching. Don't touch me, don't touch me. Because people always want to grab him for the touch anointing. Are you listening? I don't think you understand these things. Let me go preach in Botswana. I'm going to Botswana. I was listening to Bishop uh, last Sunday's preaching and he was talking about this boy in Botswana where I'm going to preach. I call him a boy because he's younger than me. I'm so surprised. He said, there's a boy in Botswana. He's not part of Lighthouse, but he's like a son, like me now. Not, but I'm a son. He says, he's built a big church. I thought, Eesh, this is the church I'm going to. Nobody, just talk about this boy. He spoke about people that follow him. He says, pictures like, like, like a first love. It's also a type of a first love. This pastor B, what's his name? What's this guy's name that invited me? Yeah. So when I heard Bishop talk so highly of him, I said, hey, these guys are inviting me to preach. This conference is called, he gave gifts unto men. They copy Bishop Dag to the fullest. So Bishop Dag, Bishop Joshua does, he gave gifts unto men. They're so also doing, he gave gifts unto men. I'm the gift that they're talking about that's coming. Hey, I better be sharp, I tell you. And I'm alone there, so I ask people to go, nobody can afford this money. You see, you can't be paid for to go on missions. The anointing will cost you. You must chase after it. It will cost you. That's how you catch it. Choose your association, chase after it. And the chasing will cost you because the treasure is hidden in the field. It will cost you time to climb over the wall and over the rocks and through the difficult, beat the snakes. It will cost you. And when you're in the field, then you must not try to find it. It's hidden. Oh, my God. Hmm. Unfortunately, unbelievers seem to understand the impartation of touch better than Christians. Hallelujah. Touching a person by faith is more than a greeting, more than an ordinary hug, and more than a handshake. The woman with the issue of blood is famous for this. She touched the hem of his garment. Cannot leave this foundation. One of my best pictures is the first day I met Bishop when he laid his hands on me. I'm so glad I've kept it. The pastor took it. He orangolized me afterwards. He went with me. He was so close to the anointing. I so close. And he missed it. Close, but careful. Careful when close. Or close but careful. It's point three of my little book, The Keys to the Anointing. He came close but he wasn't careful. So after one rebuke, he got upset and he left. He lost everything. He has a church now with four classroom benches. Ah! He missed the glory of the latter house. And the Bible says, the glory of the latter shall be greater than the former. It's hard to follow Jesus to the end, isn't it? So many obstacles. The devil puts it in your way. Offenses. Rebukes. I'm so glad I didn't give up on my calling. I am so glad I didn't stop. I could have just gone on to education. Some of my friends that were in the ministry, when, like, certain bombs fell on us, there's always a bomb that will come to you. It will bomb you out. We were bombed out of Excelsior. (laughs) Immediately when the principle changed, then the other one said, we want more money, and they bombed us out. Yeah. Then we were. We went to living waters, isn't it? Not long, we were bombed out there also. Because there was a fight between the. Full gospel church and the owner of the church. So we, when we moved to where? Bovilon. What? Bellevue. And then coronavirus bombed <laughs> us out. And now we are here. Amen. So all these bombs in your life, it leads you to, should lead you to greater pieces. But some people die in the bomb attack. Some people die at the place of the bombing. They've missed the anointing. They are again. I'm so glad I didn't give up. Some of my friends, in the initial first bombing we had, they went back to their to the fishing boats. Yeah. Some of them are school principals now. The one is even the deputy. <laughs> the one is a principal and the other one is a deputy. Did you know that? Remind me to tell you of those people. You know them. The one is the principal and the other one that was also at the same time as his deputy. They're teaching small children. But they were called to the ministry. But they were bombed out. They lost it. Yeah, yes. I'm, glad. I'm trying to tell all of you, don't get bombed out. And sometimes when I see you are being bombed, you'll always see me trying to talk to you to help you. Some people I think will be taken away and then to my surprise, they're still hanging on. Yeah. I can tell you people who I think won't go. But then there are those that are doubtful, I don't know. I don't know. Like many of you new people, I love you all, but I'm not excited. Or I won't be shocked if you don't stay long, you see. But all I can tell you is, if you hang on, you see the glory of God manifested in your life. See, the devil doesn't like stability and faithfulness. He wants you to move, be separated, be separate. The devil is the chief separatist. Oh, my loyalty conference is also coming soon. He's the chief separatist. But if you can stay close to the anointed, receive the transference and impartation by hearing, seeing, and touch. And the rebukes, it comes with all these things and the bombing. Stay close and stay together. It's the last days. You see the glory of the Lord. Play all the glory of His presence. Do you know that? I must teach you guys again the old songs. Huh? Go to Him. Go to Him. Go to Him. Go to Him. Before I shout at you, I'm under the anointing. Is it school tomorrow? Ah? Huh? What you have learned today is much more than the school can ever teach you. Close your eyes. Jesus. Now stand to your feet. Very gently, don't move the benches. Just gently. Play it subtle. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Receive the touch of the Lord. Don't be afraid. Come and rise, Lord, from your rest. Be blessed by my praise. As your presence now, fill the place. Very gently, we say. Jesus, yes of Love your, your presence. presence, we your temple, we give you reverence. arise from your rest, Lord, come arise from your rest, be blessed, be blessed by Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Oh, Lord, that you would give us a revelation of the anointing. The presence of God is what we hearken for, what we long for. We spend hours seeking you, the glory of your presence. May they feel it, dear Lord, as they come Sunday after Sunday searching for you. Your word declares, seek me and you will find me. If you search for me with all your heart. Oh Lord, I seek thee. I want more of thee. I want the impartation through seeing. Hearing and touch. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ma kante shotala kapo shatara, branta lebo tatata kha, tata, pre shotolomo koto Oh, the glory in your embrace. Jesus, as your presence now fills this place, God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.